This is Anchor LA, a daily podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and daily encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2017. More than a dozen wildfires whipped by powerful winds have swept through the so-called California wine country, killing at least 10 people and destroying at least 1,500 homes and businesses, and sending thousands fleeing as flames rage unchecked through the high-end resorts, grocery stores, and tree-lined neighborhoods of Northern California. Fourteen large fires are or have been burning north of San Francisco, prompting Governor Jerry Brown to declare a state of emergency in Napa, Sonoma, and Yuba counties. The ferocity of the flames forced authorities to focus primarily on getting people out safely, even if it meant abandoning structures to the fire. Some of the largest blazes were in Napa and Sonoma counties, home to dozens of wineries that attract tourists from around the world. Those fires sent smoke as far south as San Francisco, about 60 miles away. Fires have also been burning in Southern California in Orange County, charring several homes and burning thousands of acres as the Santa Ana winds blow across the Los Angeles region. Mozilla, the owner of the popular Firefox browser, has announced the latest recipients of its open-source support grants, totaling $539,000. The web tech company regularly helps out smaller projects, and this round in particular favored ones dealing with encryption, security, and political causes, much like so much of today's landscape. First was $194,000 to Ushahidi, a platform used to rapidly collect and disseminate local information to people who may need it quickly. The scenarios given are instances such as blocked streets in a disaster area, police action or tear gas used in a protest, or voter intimidation during elections. Open source initiative Rise Up got $100,000 for its suite of secure and secret communication tools aimed towards political activist usage. According to their website, Rise Up provides online communication tools for people and groups working on liberatory social change. Another recipient was Webpack, a JavaScript module loader that's part of the cross-browser WebAssembly format who got $125,000. Phaser, an HTML5-based game engine, got $50,000, and ModMD, part of a system designed to make HTTPS deployment easier, took home $70,000. Christopher Reeve was born on September 25, 1952 to Franklin and Barbara Reeve in New York City, and in 1962, after being cast in a school production of the operetta The Yeoman of the Guard, young Christopher Reeve developed a passion for acting. Acting throughout college at Cornell University, he transitioned to Juilliard School in 1972, where he became close friends with classmate Robin Williams 
who went on also to become a famous actor. Cast in several professional plays throughout his college years, Christopher Reeve's first role in a Hollywood film was a small part as a submarine officer in the 1978 naval disaster movie Grey Lady Down, landing the role of Clark Kent Superman in the 1978 blockbuster by the same name was considered his big breakthrough and he also starred subsequently in three sequels to the film. He acted in many other films as well, but in 1995 his acting career took an unexpected turn. As a keen horseback rider, he often competed in sporting events, but in May of 1995, while riding at an event in Virginia, his horse paused in a jump, throwing Reeve, shattering his first and second vertebrae, and paralyzing him for life. Although he still acted, portraying disabled characters in films and shows, his life changed dramatically and his crusades for certain health, medical, and political activism became widely known and popularized stem cell research in the early 2000s. In October of 2004, Christopher Reeve passed away from complications from sepsis and cardiac arrest. Christopher Reeve's story is a sad one, one that is focused after his tragedy on earthly things, not eternal hope even with so much attention and a platform with which to present such an example. A lasting takeaway from the life of Christopher Reeve would be to never take for granted the moments that you have and the abilities that God has given you and to resolve to draw closer to Christ and his word in every moment, even now because like the man most knew as simply Superman, we are all in the end just mere man, powerless, weak, and in desperate need of a savior. Speak Christ, him crucified, with your words, accents, even tragedies in your own life. It's our commission and every one of our calling as followers of Christ. The Protestant Reformation was ignited 500 years ago this month by Martin Luther when he posted his 95 Theses on a church door in Wittenberg, Germany. One of the foundational views to come out of the Reformation was the five solas, Latin for alone, standing for five key biblical points, sola scriptura, scripture alone, sola fides, faith alone, sola gratia, grace alone, solus Christus, Christ alone, and soli deo gloria, glory to God alone. Last week, sola scriptura was discussed and the importance of scripture alone and its sufficiency containing all truth necessary for our salvation. Today's focus is sola fide, faith alone. One of the most common doctrinal questions of all times within the Christian church is, is salvation by faith alone, or is it by faith plus our works? This was the overarching question which sparked the Protestant Reformation and split the Protestant Church and the Catholic Church. Sola fide, faith alone, is a key difference between Biblical Christianity and 
much of the so-claimed Christian cults and false teachings in history and today. Am I saved just by believing in Jesus, or do I have to believe in Jesus and do certain things? On the one hand, James 2 says, You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And Romans 3 says, For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Now, this apparent conundrum is answered by examining context, not just by taking a verse by itself. We see in James 2's context that he is refuting the belief that a person can have faith without producing any good works or fruit when he writes that faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. James goes on to write that some will say, you have faith and I have works. James says, show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. James is emphasizing the point that genuine faith in Christ will produce a changed life and good works. And what James is not saying is that justification is by faith and works. Rather, he's saying that a person who is truly justified by faith will have good works in their lives, the fruit, the evidence of a saving faith that we've discussed right here at Anchor LA in the past. If a person claims to be a believer but has no good works in their life, then they likely do not have a genuine faith in Christ. Genuine faith produces fruit. And Paul also echoes James regarding the fruits, evidencing a changed life in 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Contrary to taking these verses out of context, James and Paul do not disagree in their teaching regarding salvation and works. Rather, they approach the same subject from different perspectives, and they do not contradict. Paul simply emphasized that justification is by faith alone, while James puts emphasis on the fact that the same genuine faith in Christ that Paul speaks of produces good works. It has to, because when we're saved, when we're redeemed and transformed by faith in Christ, our faith produces fruit. Don't be fooled into thinking that we must earn our salvation, we must work to achieve our salvation. Our salvation is a gift from God, not of works, like Ephesians 2 says. And that salvation will bear fruit through Christ the vine. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.